Good morrow to you all. You have fallen on bad times. Brought to you by the Royal Holloway Shakespeare Society. You join me, Theo Dudridge. And me, Subhan Hay, as we bear some bardy truths. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Bar Times. This week we've got a lot more people from A Sly Taming to discuss A Sly Taming. Um, today we've got Jack Hardman, the, Hello. Fight, the fight choreographer. How you doing? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm good. Uh, Mola Chavez. Hello. And uh, you played... I'm Big Tranio. You played Tranio. Uh, Nikki, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm great. You played Right I... Brain in Gremio. Yes, I did. Yes, and Max... Who played Petruchio and Chris Sly. So, I've got a few questions for you guys. It's like a post-mortem discussion about the show. Um, first of all, after the show's ended, is there anything you guys are planning to do soon? Maybe next term? Maybe you want to be in a production? Or maybe you just want to give more time to your degree? What are you planning? I think for me personally, um, the, this world well, Sly Taming, I've absolutely adored doing it. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> more on that later. <laughs> I might take a little break. Oh from shit! Performing uh-huh. for a short while, oh. so it's not overload myself. Although, I could be persuaded otherwise. You could. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, you, you heard it here, folks. Nikki, any plans? Um, I'm thinking of auditioning, depending on what shows get um through, and if myself and a few friends are also planning on a. A little bit for Shakespeare. Ooh. Can't say much, but uh, put that out there. Okay, okay, awesome. Well, I, I can't wait to see that. And Mullah? Uh, I'm taking you? a break for now. Like, I have to focus on my essays. So, yeah. probably next next term, yeah, probably I'll focus more on that. Next day. term, yeah. All right. I think it was fun. All righty. What about you, Jack? Uh, well, I wasn't meant to get into anything this term. Uh, <laughs> and then, you back and in. Then, dragged you in. Man, Supane. A man with many hooks, all of which are in me. And <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, I, I'm, uh, I'm, on, I'm on a bid for a society, um, which hopefully will we'll go through. Yeah, I'm looking to dramaturg next term. So that's going to be Ooh. something that I've not done before and I'm looking forward to. It. How are you feeling about dramaturgy? Uh, well, I mean, I think there's a certain level of dramaturgy we're, we're inside directing anyway mm. and directing is something I'm quite comfortable with and I've had a lot of kind of I'm very lucky in the fact that I've had a lot of experience with that but in terms of just understanding story and basically looking at how to weld a concept to a Shakespeare play sounds like fun mm. it's just a learning experience what takeaways have we had from working on a slide taming? Any nugs? Have you got anything? For for me personally, it's been slide taming has been a massive return to confidence for me. Oh. Over the like the course of of you know being in rehearsals, being told stop saying sorry every two seconds. You do need to stop saying sorry. Yeah, I'm not sorry about that. <laughs> um, watch your elbows. <laughs> yeah. Watch my elbows, and it just at the end of it, I I do feel like I've as a performer and as a person after especially after lockdown. I've just generally become more confident. And Amazing. Much more sure of myself. That's really good to hear, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I get what you mean, because um, when I joined players last year, I, I had the exact same problem where people mm. were like, stop saying sorry. And I'd be like, sorry. Oh, shit. <laughs> Nikki, what have you taken away from the slide taming? Um, well, I think I said, I said to you when we first started this that my two biggest fears when it came to performing, because I've been performing for basically my whole life, was comedy and Shakespeare. 
Mm-hmm. And this is a, a Shakespeare yeah. comedy. Um, so I think I've, I've grown a lot from it. Um, I always, I never think that my, my comedic timing is, is great or that I really get how to perform Shakespeare. But I, I've really enjoyed this experience and I feel like I'm a, maybe a little bit more confident in those two fields now. I mean, I loved, like, I, I'm, I'm sure everyone else did, I loved seeing you as Right Brain. Oh. It was just like, yeah, it was mm. amazing. Mm. It, it was so hard for me. Like, it's, it's one of the shows... <laughs> I think it was the last show you high-fived me. Yes, I did. I tried so hard not to laugh. Because your hand was just out. I was like, it's the perfect It was so right brain. It was so good. Amazing. What about you, Shadows? I don't know. It's the same as... I think the first time we met, I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. And like, every time he was like, he was giving me clues. He was like, say, say this in this way or that way. I'm like... I have no idea what you mean. How do I say this? And he would say me how to say it. I'm like, okay, cool. That's fun. But then eventually when time went, as auditions went, it just went great. Like, I've done small bits in the past, not great like this many. Like, I've done a little singing, a little acting, uh-huh. but it's fine, but not at the great level. It's just basic. Uh-huh. So, but then when I did this, it just felt like I was stepping up on a different level. And then when I saw you guys acting, all of you was like, I need to do something great. And I... I felt so inferior, I ended up screaming half my lines. You did not scream, you projected. Projection. Projection. I use my tummy. (laughs) (laughs) Your voice is still intact, therefore, you did a good job. Yeah. You projected well (laughs) enough. Is that a dick? No. No, that was not a dick at anyone. Mm. I'm not here to insult you, Jack. Okay? <laughs> no, 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 that, that comes oh. later. Look, but, um, I think <laughs> you, you said that's after the podcast. <laughs> you said you're taking a break, but are you gonna like come back into the performing arts? Any like, are you planning to at all? Or I mean, if it's with you guys, I'm like I'm familiar with you, so maybe I'll join back if something's there. But then I saw like one of the greatest actings I've seen was Lynn. Mm. Yeah, like you, you could clearly see her switch from Lynn to Katharina, mm-hmm. and like. I got so good at one point, she was talking to Max and you're like, you could hear her use a Katharina voice. Me and Vicky, we just noticed her, we like, she's using the Katharina voice. I, Sorry. I, I can attest to that so much. There's so many times where you hear, hear uh, Kate come through and Lynn, it's, it's terrifying. <laughs> I mean, I think at a certain point when you're playing a part like that, where there is such a distinct mm-hmm. physical and vocal choice there, with Katarina, like with between Lynn and Katarina, that when you're, I mean, all the parts we play are ultimately aspects of ourselves that we're putting forwards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like even Max, despite the fact you're a lovely, lovely man, like part, <laughs> like there has got to be part of you that you are accessing. In order it, to it was very much a. I mean, me and like Lynn before a lot of the performance, we said activate the god complex you know push the <laughs> ego to the max and just like use yeah. that yeah. that's what drove our absolutely so. and so like when you're just having a conversation with someone for instance lynn like and then if she got slightly annoyed it's <laughs> like it's kind of that little flash of a fragment <laughs> of the character of yeah. katarina comes in and it is just kind of like Okay, and now it's my time to uh, <laughs> step back. Moving on to what you've taken away. First of all, I have to say a big thank you for like stepping in. Absolutely no oh, problem. Seriously, you no. you've made the show what it oh, is. Oh, stop that! No, seriously, um, you helped with the fine choreography. You came in. It was just, thank you so much. No, what? Oh, my <laughs> pleasure. The cast were an absolute beaut to work with. Like there was just. Stop. just <laughs> Not you three, everyone else. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, okay, all right, get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's just wonderful. I think generally attitude-wise, it is one of the best casts I've worked with in terms of everyone had such a massive amount of positive energy and i think that is also down to your influence largely um supon for anyone who isn't in the room while i'm pointing um like i think that is largely down to your influence because you bring this wonderful positive warm energy into a rehearsal room and it's definitely something that i like the thing that i took away from this show as a director was your like to try and emulate that and to try and basically angle myself when I'm directing a little uh, further towards that because I in the past I've definitely been a lot more hmm I don't want to say cold but let's say overly professional um about the um about kind of stuff but there was I know during this production I made a deliberate effort to try and angle more towards that and that is largely because I saw how you worked and how well the cast reacted to that so i've definitely learned from you a little uh, a little oh, bit about directing which was really nice and just great like i yeah the whole project was was really fun i think in terms of learning stuff about acting from the actors commitment and how important commitment is to the bit like uh, it's i mean you guys were talking about players the whole thing with players is just committing to the bit and mm. if you properly give yourself to it like i mean i say that i did some stuff in my first year i've not done any of it since so what the hell do i know but i generally think like commitment as part of the part as part of as an actor committing to rehearsals making sure you're there on time making sure you're there uh, with your full amount of energy, making sure you're there for the full... Like, you are not just there physically, but also there mentally, uh-huh. is such a massive thing. And I think that I've definitely has been a big takeaway of this thing. I'll stop talking now. No, no, no. <laughs> no. I, uh, yeah. I, I believe I have some some revenge to take on a certain oh, few oh, cast oh, yeah. members. Oh, no. Who slandered oh, me in the last podcast. Now, I... Lynn Adonia. <laughs> <laughs> Lynn Adonia and I want to also say Kate. Those three. Oh, no. Kate wasn't even there, mate. Oh, gosh. On performance night, those three had a lot of weight coming down on them, and you could see it. But those three absolutely freaking destroyed it. Mm. And they went like, they are so impressive to me. They are honest to God inspirations to me. For those. Oh, yeah. They're oh, so, oh, so impressive. Look at that. Oh. No, I agree. <laughs> like, uh, like I can share this. What's it called? This is my fault. I was in charge of. I had all the the props. So, so I had all the props in a bag in the trunk of my car, and I bought everything in the bag. And then there was the one prop that I didn't have in a bag. I had like in the back seat, which is a broom. So we realized we didn't have the broom like one and a half scenes before. So I, I didn't it, know about yeah. this. During yeah, we know if you know. Backstage, like I just did my bit where I was like, uh the swear word get to Max and then like I Which get out. show was this? I think it was this the is, second one. I think it's yeah, the second, the, the second yeah. one, yeah. This is the one where my parents were. Oh yeah, yeah. that's good. I think we literally we ended up getting the broom to Kate as she was going on to do this again. No, I think you got it like a good a good thirty seconds before. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. So like after I done my bit. I came off stage and was like, where's the broom? I was like, oh, it should be here. And then I realized, shit, I didn't get it. So I ran to the SU car park, got in the car, uh, drove it at a safe speed over to, <laughs> to medicine. 
<laughs> and uh, no, I, oh, I was I, how did I not hear? I didn't park it at Medicine I, Week. I, I was sitting you at the back. The, yeah. I was sitting at the back, but I did see a bunch of scampering around. Yeah. Uh, did did around. I perform Tiger? You know. I can't. There, there were a lot mm. of people I performed Tiger. You did perform it to me. Yeah, I mean, Wait, in what? most rehearsals, you performed yeah. it to me anyway. Yeah, so it's which nice. what an enjoyable experience! <laughs> if any of you get a chance to have Max squat down and uh, <laughs> oh, to to quote on, to you. quote the song "Take a," you know, uh, in front of you, I recommend it. Uh, but there's <laughs> how are we going to say this without swearing? Uh, having me dance near you is is an experience, mm. not in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> Think spider on ice skates. That is. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting next to uh, Jade Venture and Aaron Barrow, mm. wonderful mm. people, um, in the audience on the first night, and Max fully just made direct <laughs> eye contact, and I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried to do that as much as I could. Mm. Apparently, um, during some of my hip thrusts, I accidentally made eye contact with my friends, which I couldn't <laughs> see them at that point. The, like, the technicians did a wonderful job. <laughs> um, yeah, we're very, we're very grateful for them. It is always... So uh, grateful. The SU staff in general are usually very good. Uh, the well, the ones that worked with us on uh, Love Labors, the show that, as every person who regularly listens to this knows, Theo and I don't stop talking about mm. it. Um, the show that we did in first year, uh, the technicians then were great, and the technicians for us this time around were great. I think. That being <laughs> said, without all the preparation, like the 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 tech team did phenomenal. Oh no, yeah. they did great. They did, yeah. they did great. I, I could never tell on stage, but did you end up cutting the red and blue lights for the brain bit? We, we didn't cut it, we, we just added more white. Yeah, we phased it out. Because okay. the first night, the first night we hadn't quite got the whole phasing lights in and out down quite as well. And so it was very much like, uh, okay, we have a scene, we have a scene, and a blackout. And it was uh, and the same thing with red light and blue light. But eventually we got hold of it. By the second day, we had a conversation with the mm. tech team uh, and kind of worked through that. But, you know, all of these things, are uh, they're a work in progress. They're, they're learning, learning on the job. That, that's yeah. most certainly my big takeaway. Like, have a plan for the tech. Yeah, yeah. I mean... I, I've got to say, in terms of... Sorry, cutting you off. But in terms of the lighting specifically... It was so, and this isn't any to discredit the tech team. It was so blinding a lot of it that I genuinely couldn't. And that's just that's general just lighting. Stage that's, yeah, we're that's gonna just have the tech team with the next podcast. <laughs> this isn't. I like like Nikki said. It's just stage lighting in general. Um, there were times where I generally couldn't see the audience, and mm. it felt a lot. While I was still making sure to project, it it felt a lot more personal, <laughs> and it felt like I could just be on stage and have yeah. fun mm, that's very interesting because like, it's quite nice to not have the pressure of like all yeah. these people looking at you mm-hmm. no that's a big point because i've talked to my friend azan about this um my favorite like I've, I've barely performed but the performances that i have done on stage like mm-hmm. being players or aina my favorite thing about performing is i can't see the audience mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. i just see a silhouette of someone and maybe like someone's smiling i'm like that's enough I, if i yeah. saw people yeah i would have started yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, I think in, in there's a there's the wonderful bit in uh, Bo Burnham's Make Happy mm. where he goes, okay, let's bring the house lights down. Yeah. Like, no, so let's bring the house lights up. Let's take the, the stage lights We're down all the same, so though. I can actually see you. Yeah. And it is it is a big thing of like when you're on stage, and I, I use this when I act as a way to just like completely agree with what you said. Like 
absolutely just be able to fold yourself into the world way easier if you cannot see anything which uh, particularly i think the way the stage was for taming the actual raised bit Mm. put you directly in those lights so when you're on that stage you could see nothing yeah another thing Um, which it definitely helped with is like it put you in like the atmosphere of the show you know you weren't like concerned on the audience but it also one thing that you had uh, quite a bit in the notes for for our interval scene is to have fun. Yeah. And you could really just have fun. Yeah, uh, because you don't, you're you not constantly checking and, like, mm. assessing how funny you're yeah. being. Yeah, the, the only time that you'd actually care about that is when you hear the audience laugh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was very enjoyable, that scene. Like, even us at the backstage, we were just having so much fun. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think the, I, whole, the whole dance section... My, my favourite memory of the dance section was during two of the performances... Seeing Mizzy in the curtains enacting it out, yeah. going good, good, well done. Oh, that was one of that was one of my favorite rehearsals. I think was going through with you and Vicky and everyone. just being like, "Okay, guys, at the moment you look so unbelievably bored by what you're doing, and you look terrified. Yeah. Let's try and take that out." Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that was it. Was it was a lot of fun. I mean, all that stuff about the lights being said, um, like, I, I also love, like, not knowing the audience is there. But it's also important to, like, interact with the audience sometimes. And you did that brilliantly. Because, uh, like, the, right, right after the interval, you come in and, like, I just found out today that you had this whole chewing gum thing and... Spraying my face in the... It was spraying my face? Spraying myself in the face with a water gun. Mm. Um, <laughs> acting in Chris-like, a very drunk Chris-like character. Um, I'd wave at anyone that walked past with a very like exaggerated wave, <laughs> uh, which I did to Jack as many times as I could. Mm, it was nice. Every time I came, I came round the back to like sneak in. To, okay, well I'll sit at the back and watch it from here. I just get a big old wave from Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to sneak, please. Um, yeah, I'm very good fun. at drawing attention to other people. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, look at him. <laughs> Hey, hey, uh, are, are you over the hey? <laughs> Any bit with Chris Lyle, although it wasn't necessarily the most, the most socially okay. Well, generally okay thing. No, no, I, I don't mean. <laughs> you're, you're looking at me as if I'm about to dig into Jack. Say you enjoyed playing Chris Lyle. Say it. Say it. How, <laughs> no slander. How did you dig into me here? I don't know. I'm the it, one person who's safe. They were giving me a, a look. So it's just Chris Lyle's drunkenness. It was so, so just purely fun to do on stage. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah. I think it's a weird one, though, playing a character like that. Yeah. Because I, just before, the play before this that Shakespeare did, Measure for Measure, I played Angelo, which is a character mm. not unlike Petruchio, mm-hmm. in that they're both steaming piles of, yeah. you know, human feces. <laughs> and the, um, there is a almost sick enjoyment you get out of playing those like parts, yeah. even though they are obviously reprehensible I, people. I think I think because they're so reprehensible, you can separate yourself from it quite yes, easily. I agree. Um, which it's playing is, the villain. Yeah, like you're playing the villain, and it's fun. Wh- to which play is the why the the yeah. political speech was my favorite because it was mm. so that was that was the villain speech. It felt amazing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, hey guys, check out Major for Major. I, all of you the, your performance I was there in person and I'm just so honoured that I was because it was so good but yeah no that's a good uh, that's a good that connection was, you made that um, filming for that was so interesting easy. that I mean filming for that that in particular that day you were there yeah 
There was a lot of lines, oh, and we filmed yeah. the whole thing. In I'm about, just holding my iPad. Yeah, we, we filmed the whole, the whole like two hour long thing in about two weeks, mm. and with a combination of exams and yeah. stuff like that, it was very much like those of us with a lot of lines did have to cram and there was this one scene where supan was there where he literally had to stand through a window with a big like zoomed in version of the script <laughs> held it just above the camera so i could say my lines with any kind of conviction with it was yeah. a good performance she, i mean everyone check it out it was great. i mean uh the whole crew for that just everyone involved with measure was was wonderful You got anything more to say about taming or? Yeah, I would say like the one of the greatest reason why it worked was the cast and crew. Like initially mm. we were like figuring out how the cast works and everything, but then if you if you notice from week one there were like bits of us who were together, mm. and then initially it became two groups, and then one group by the end of the weeks. Yeah. And I think it was ha- Halloween night when we all actually mingled together. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Halloween night. That's when everyone actually got together, and then that's when everything became more intense. But before that, it was all a little slow, and people were like, "Sorry, people were like, you know, like uh, a little shy, like me. I'm like from my perspective, like I was shy. I was in my corner, chilling, having my scenes. I'm done. I leave. Nice. But then afterwards, like after we had our first fu- our fundraiser and everything, things just slowly paced up. You could see the performance become greater as people yeah started mingling more. They started to analyze the person around them like this is how the character will be this is how they will interact and that's when the crew also got in with us that's when I noticed Mizzy and Jack you Ed when all three of you four of you came together no I, I completely agree I think Halloween was a really nice turning point where yeah. I, cert- I certainly felt because I had only been in for like two rehearsals at that point mm. I certainly felt that Halloween was very much a thing of oh now I actually have any idea who any of these people are <laughs> because Taming was a very I mean a lot of I think it was legit only Kate who had done a show with Shakespeare before. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And so... And that's including the crew. Yeah. Like, it's... And so that was... I mean, except we didn't direct it. And Shadow directed. I Shadow directed, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, it, like, I hadn't... And I certainly hadn't worked with, other than with you as Polo for Measure, um, any, of the, any of the cast or crew. And so that was very much a thing of like okay i'm in a big room filled with no one that i know (laughs) um and halloween was definitely a a bit of a bonding experience um yeah i completely agree yeah Uh, i think as soon as that in general the cast all of you guys were just so lovely and i think there was just such a positive attitude in the room at all times and i think that completely was why we could in like two weeks really ramp everything up was because everyone had such a good attitude yeah it it felt like it it went from kind of a series of scenes which we were all in to an actual you know performance that we all wanted to be in we all Mm. wanted to be there like not just to get it done but because like we'd all put so much work in we all wanted to see each other just actually properly makes me really good really amazing and i think we did that's the thing, like, initially we were just doing scenes for scenes, character for character, our own sake, and then later on, after Halloween night, we just wanted to see each other do their best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I can say the best thing that I remember from our performance was, as soon as our scenes are done, you see them run backstage, and backstage was like, yes, you did yeah, great, you yeah. did amazing. Yeah. That energy was, like, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Kate's um, groomier 
in the final one was so ungodly funny. It was it was way too yeah. funny for it to I was I there was I very nearly broke character on on that bit. <laughs> like it I, I managed to get through the other two performances with her booping my nose just fine. <laughs> but that one just so nearly got me because yeah. it was it was too good. I think it's almost a shame that it was only three shows. As with all of these uh, uni productions that we do here, is the fact there's only like three performances, four performances, mm. is a real shame because you see that Mm. Um, if any of you guys I don't know whether any of you guys have but been in shows that have had like 10 performances 20 performances mm. like you really do see as soon as the actors get a better idea of how the show is and you just see that snowball uh, mm. in terms of the amount of energy the the just yeah like you're saying like after a show after a scene because you've seen that scene now an upteen number of times, mm-hmm. you know when it's gone good. Yeah. yeah. And so you're there like, come on! Yes! It, it, it's kind of... On, I remember after the first night, I, I felt a little bit defeated after because the, the final scene went, was a bit messy. Mm-hmm. And I that was largely a tech my, as well. My thought wasn't... Oh, no, it went so bad. My thought was, we got two more performances, we're going to make it amazing. Mm-hmm. And I think by the last one it was. And I think because of the stress of the weekend, I was thinking, okay, we'll get these next two performances done, and then it'll be over. It'll be over. And that, afterwards, I was like, I want the next one now. Mm. I want the next performance. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to go again. Yeah. Yes. It Can you ride the one more time? I think, yeah, another thing that I definitely took away from this whole experience, and this is also partly the way that you direct, and I, I really uh, respect that, is an idea mm. of you do not place blame on someone for a scene going wrong Mm -hmm. what you do is you try and i i think generally looking at giving notes in general as a way to a suggestion to make the scene better rather than someone doing something wrong Mm -hmm. and as soon as you as a director click into that and i know certainly for those of us who have been in performing arts like schools and and all like uh youth theaters or things like that you get very used to oh okay notes of things that i've done wrong mm-hmm. so then when you get into that position as a director you then have that mentality and that's not a great mentality to have but i know certainly working with you it made me fi- figure okay i need to switch the way that i do notes mm-hmm. and i think that what by the time that i gave out the notes for your guys's first run I kind of realised that and I made that change and I think you guys res- like responded. You definitely responded to it well. <laughs> Whether it was phrased well, you guys definitely yeah. took my notes and ran with it, which I was really happy with. I, I, I think everybody's notes throughout this entire thing have been very nice because certainly been in productions of the past where notes are like this very, very harsh thing mm. that have almost, if not definitely, made people cry. But everybody's notes were very <laughs> nice and respectful yeah. and it was just how we can improve and not this is all your fault. Change what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What? Well, uh, um, I I think I I definitely had that problem of like whenever I was looking at the notes, I wasn't looking at oh this one. I was looking for what can I do better? What can I do better? What can I do better? But by the like by the time of the performance, after most scenes, I'd message I'd message Missy. Hey, do you have any notes? Can I, what can I do? Uh, was it good? I was I was so like. I think that was that was a really really interesting before uh, well dress run that we did where I distinctly remember uh, after uh, after we did it, I think it was the first time you guys had ran it, and mm-hmm. we sat you down, and it was the first time certainly I had seen the show, and I was like, right, I have quite a lot of notes, 
uh, for you guys, and I gave the kind of general stuff, and I was like, I have more specific stuff, but, you know, if you guys don't want it, and I distinctly remember looking at Kira Joyce, and she looked me dead in the eyes and went, give us the notes. <laughs> and it was, uh, it was a very, it was a very surreal experience seeing a cast that want notes. Yeah. I think, and that's, again, a testament to your guys' incredible attitude through this whole process the whole cast wanted to do the best performance that they possibly could the whole cast cared and the whole co- it felt like everyone was in it together there was no one half-assing it yeah. which was really great that i think i can't remember who told me this but it was during the rehearsal process someone said to me that i should like make sure i'm enjoying every rehearsal I should be coming mm. to rehearsal and having fun. That sounds like a Kateism. I think it. I, yeah. I, I think it's either Kate or you. It was one of the two. That said I don't it. think that's me. That doesn't sound. That's way too <laughs> positive to be. <me. laughs> uh, Suphan really had that mentality as well, though. Had, he was yeah. like, "If you're ever not having fun, please tell me, and we will change what we're yeah. doing." Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think that was kind of the main reason that I could, kind of like, I could really look at it and go. It's fine. If I've done something wrong, it's fine because I know I can do it better. Because I'm here to have fun and to enjoy what I'm doing. Because I really Absolutely. do enjoy what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm really glad you guys all had a very positive... Well, seemingly, <laughs> at least the three of you guys had uh, a positive for the experience. entire <laughs> A very positive experience on this. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure, like, you agree with me here, Supan. Like, we had a wonderful experience well, of course, with you yeah. guys. And we're very yeah. grateful for... You guys working as hard as you did and putting it because that last week was hard. We put yeah. in, we put you guys through the ringer, and there was a reason for that, and that was we knew the show could be up here where it was by that final performance, and and uh, we just wanted to get you guys there. Like that was, but you guys did it. You fought for it, and you did it. Let's talk about stuff that we may have watched recently. <laughs> any plays, any films? No spoilers. Uh, I I watched The French Dispatch with the lovely Samuel Stevens uh, last night at the BFI. And it was... Oh, my God. What a a film. What a picture. Uh, But the... Yeah, it was just so good. Um, I mean, Wes Anderson gets enough pat on the back because he doesn't need one from me. Uh, But it's just such a fascinating way to look at non-linear storytelling. Uh It's because the whole thing is it's a series of it's kind of almost an audio visual experience of reading through a magazine. Mm -hmm. And so the first bit is an obituary. Then you have three stories um, and then you have uh, like a closing remark. And it's kind of like that each stories are completely unrelated to each other, but they all occur in the same town in France. And it's such an interesting way to look at a nonlinear kind of way of doing that but also looking it's an excellent exercise into framing devices just as a lot of Wes Anderson's work is um just like how I don't know have you guys seen the Grand Budapest Hotel oh yeah good yeah film. oh it's such a good film I um, still need to but man you've got to watch yeah, I've got, to watch. I've got things the, um, to watch but um there's a really great thing in that where it is a story about a girl reading a book and then you flip to the author that she's reading about. Then you flip to a younger version of that author 
uh, hearing the story that he's written about. Then you flip to the younger version of the guy telling the story, and it's a framing device inside a framing device inside a framing device inside a framing device. And that sounds like nonsense, except mm-hmm. somehow the kind of whimsy and just like, I don't even know. Uh, the charm of the way that they tell the story just is so great. And the French Dispatch just takes that to a whole new level. The whole, just the charm of it is so great. I mean, I know it has a big cast. Does it manage to bring them It's in? massive. Yeah. It's absolutely <laughs> and they're huge. All like they're all, it's like a star cast. Yeah, yeah it's, got, it's got... Uh, Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Edward Norton... Although size-wise, there's solidly two hundred people in this film. Uh, there are so <laughs> many because they like, managed to fit oh, it all in. Was there uh, like too many people coming up? That, well, the whole joke is there's a whole section which I don't think is spoilers because you've seen this bit. Okay. Where Guillermo mm. del, uh, Guillermo del Toro so. he plays this murderous artist who is in jail, uh-huh. and he um, in there's this whole scene where basically there's a bunch of convicts but there's so many that they basically fill this entire room and they're like stacked on top of each other and it's just it's just wonderful it's just great yeah <laughs> uh jack just did his jack gesture yeah, that sounds just, so wrong just jack gesture oh, it's just a little Very bit of, oh, it's just a, ah. <laughs> uh, amazing uh has anyone else watched anything recently any plays or something um, I watched the film 1917 with my housemate a couple of days ooh, ago. Has anyone ooh, seen it? Yeah, I have, yes. Yes. I don't know why it's taken me this long to watch it, because it was, it was amazing. Um, I know that it, obviously like this two and a half hour film wasn't all shot in completely one shot, but it, it, it's, it? it's filmed it? like it looks like it has been. So yeah. the camera never leaves the yeah. people that you're yeah. with. So it feels kind of like you're with them the entire time, like you're going on this journey with them, which I thought... It's a very, very interesting way of doing it because I think especially in like war movies and kind of action movies, they use a lot of camera, quick camera cuts to mm. keep your attention and your focus. But it was just such a great film that it didn't even need that. Um, yeah. I just love how the checkpoints were British actors. Like, all right, we've got Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Like, like, yeah, okay. Anyway, if Andrew Scott could be in every uh, film. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, yes. I love that. Yeah. Even if it was only for two minutes. Oh, yeah. Nice. Have you seen anything recently? Uh, I've watched a, a recent show that came out on Netflix called Arcane. Um, I watched the first episode of that literally just before coming here. It's absolutely incredible. I love it. It's so good. I won't say anything then because Ooh. I've only watched the give one us a review. Episode. Give us like a, give us a review so of the first episode. To to give you a quick summary, it's basically. It's a tale of two sisters. That's oh. all I can say without spoiling too much. I, it's also based um, on the video game League of Legends. Yeah, it's also <laughs> yeah, it's also got a lot of kind of political stuff in there with the two different sides of cities, blah 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 blah. Um, and it has some of the most beautiful animation. Oh, so good. Studio Fortiche absolutely just knocks out the. Is it an animated they, show? Yeah, yeah they nice. use a mix of three D and two D animation in it, and it just it's so incredible. It's because they have such an like massive budget. Oh, it's huge. Yeah, because yeah. because <laughs> League of Legends yeah, right, yeah. is massive. Um, yeah. What's it? So and the. I, I can't go in... It's annoying me because I really want to go into just how I'm good... I'm so glad you didn't just pile drive into this. Yeah. Because I am... I, 
So it is so good though, and also the acting is the voice acting is the voice acting is incredible, and it gets so much better. I can't wait to by episode. Come join me (laughs) by episode three. (laughs) By by episode three, you get such like (laughs) by episode three. They 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 aren't animated characters on the screen that you Mm. see. Like the because at this point in the story they are children. You see these children. You see like an emotion, emotions like a child would have, what? absolutely pure and raw. And it's one of those amazing like story to well, mm. It could some some bits of it could do it. It's really <laughs> it's really really incredible storytelling. Um, and uh, I couldn't recommend it more. Yeah, I, I think there's this one scene in it in the first episode. This is. Um, where they're talking about the drawbacks of one of these characters, uh, the younger girl in it. Mm, powder. Um, yeah, powder. Yeah, um, and they're kind of talk. They're talking about it, which in which would be an extremely expositional scene that would have been way better to show, not tell. Mm-hmm. But the way that they drop just a ton of exposition <laughs> is really clever. Yeah, I, I think one one of my favourite scenes from the first episode is there is a fight scene. Oh, it's um, so good! It's yeah. like, caught me completely well, they, off guard. They have little bits of slow motion within the I fight scene. I love how scene. passionate you two yeah, are about there, there's some, I re- film. I'm, I'm really big on animation. Every film, I, yeah. give it to me. I, when I was doing my essays last night, I, I stopped to take a break to go on YouTube oh. and go frame by frame on oh, some no. trailers to look at the animation because it is that. Good. I think I've fallen in love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you um, heard it here, folks. <laughs> so there is there is a fight scene in which they use they use slow motion and they frame a shot so amazingly to show like because they as Jack said they, you've got the same tone when you speak to Kate like the <laughs> it's like so amazing. As Jack said, they they drop a lot of exposition about Powder's weaknesses. And, but they then show it so brilliantly through a single shot of all of the other characters fighting. And then in the negative space in the middle of the shot is powder clutching a bag. And it looks so, so beautiful. Like I said... So what did you not see this? This sounds like... like I've got to check this out. It, you just got to check it out. Yeah. Like, and luckily, no, it's clutching a bag. Arcane. Okay. It's done in such a way... If you go on Netflix, it'll literally be the first thing recommended to you. Yeah. Okay. It's done in such a way that you do not need to have any other context. You can just get and enjoy the show. Um, so I could not recommend it more. Yeah. Amazing. If you like that, by the way, uh, check out uh, the Castlevania series. I've been meaning to. I've seen some of the animation for that. Oh, my dude, it is so good. This is just Max and I now. This is a romance for me. We'll, we'll start a separate podcast just, just gushing Go over animation for hours. Oh, please. Um, we, we're at 50 minutes. Has anyone else watched? I, uh, I was about to ask Sufan. I watched a, a play called Ten Nights yesterday at mm-hmm. the Bush Theatre. Mm-hmm. I dragged my sister, my little brother. This is the first play that my sister's ever seen. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. Man. This is the second play my little brother scene. Well, the first being Anna X that we went and watched together. Um, yeah. And it was so good. It was good representation for Muslims. It's, uh, I think it was the, I think it was cheaper for them to do than our play. Cause, yeah. Seriously? Yeah, I, because the, the, we were like as close as I am to you, Jack, right now. Mm-hmm. And I hope people listening can 
get an idea how close about I am. About a foot. About a foot. That's how close I was to the stage. And I wasn't even sitting at the front. I was sitting at, like, close to the back. So, like, we were cramped. Man. Uh, and it's about... It's called Ten Nights because uh, in Islam, in Ramadan, uh, the last ten nights... Basically, in the Quran, it says that um, one day in the last ten nights of Ramadan is, like, the be- most blessed day. If you pray on that day, it's called Laylatul Qadr. You get, like, the most blessings. Your year will be blessed. But you don't know which day it is. So for the whole 10 days, uh, what Muslims do is they just go to the, the mosque and they just stay there for the whole 10 days. So they just pray every, pray single, every day. single day. So they and catch that. For the, sure. Yeah, for whatever it was. And it was a story about a, a kid who's... Uh, I think the character was like, ah, oh, my age. And he's just not sure about religion. He's not sure about it. But his dad like pushes him to try this. And like by the end of it, he becomes like... There's a lot of, lot of stuff going on. But it's amazing because it's literally just one person playing different characters and then you've got like a um a hand sign language uh interpreter interpreter so it's literally you've got two people on stage and this guy's telling the whole story and it's just brilliant and like i'm pretty sure it was cheaper than taming but it was just so powerful yeah amazing oh it's been great having you guys here thank you so much for giving your time i hope you all are well thank you for thank you, thank you so much. Much. Yeah. a lot of fun Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Bard Times and in the words of the Bard, pleasure and action make the hours seem short.